Chambercast, the Billings Chamber of Commerce's podcast. And I'm your host, Mariah Pennington, the public relations manager here. And this week, we will be talking with our guest, Brenda Moss, with Visit Southeast Montana and her organization, how they're affiliated with the chamber, as well as their newest dark sky designation in Montana and their brand new online itinerary planner to plan some great escapes in the Southeast part of Montana. So stick with us. It's going to be a great episode. Well, we are so excited to be here. And today we are with Brenda Moss with Visit Southeast Montana, which is an organization that is managed by the Billings Chamber of Commerce. And we're super excited to hear all about Visit Southeast Montana. Why don't you start by explaining what that is and what it is that you guys do at Visit SEMT? That's a great question, Mariah. Thank you for having me. Visit Southeast Montana as you mentioned, is organized, excuse me, managed by the Billings Chamber of Commerce. And if you think of the chamber as an umbrella organization with the, the main um, handle or shaft being the chamber, the, the, the main part of the organization, and underneath that umbrella, there are two different organizations, sister organizations, if you will, Visit Billings, which is a convention visitor bureau, and then also, and also a TBID, but we'll let Alex tell you about that. And then Visit Southeast Montana, which is a the other destination management and destination marketing organization. As such, as our name implies, we cover Southeast Montana. So specifically, that is Yellowstone and Golden Valley counties all the way and then down to Bighorn County, south to Wyoming, east to South Dakota, so over to Powder River and Carter counties, and then all the way up to Weibo and Dawson County. So we follow the diagonal of the interstate. So we include 13 counties plus the Crow and Northern Cheyenne Reservation. It's a pretty big area. It is big. It takes me about three and a half hours to get from one end to the other. Oh, wow. But as you know, out here, we're used to traveling. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yep. That's what we are. And we promote tourism, which tourism is many things, many different people. And it can be anything as simple as, so we leave Billings and we have some work to do in Weibo because we maybe are, we're, we're in the egg industry and we go there. Maybe we go for the day. Maybe we stay overnight. That's we're travelers. We're spending money outside of our home area. We're leaving our home area. And so therefore we are considered tourists by the definition. We're really travelers. That makes sense. That mm-hmm. makes sense. And so you're taking as someone visiting Weibo, the money that you have and mm-hmm. you're spreading it around the state. Exactly. So exactly. technically tourists. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But that's just, that's that's the small first circle. And then it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Of course, we're really focusing on bringing out-of-state dollars, but certainly even um, we can be working to promote tourism to this region from the Western side of the state, then across the globe once our borders open. So your job is to market the region, yes. to bring people in, and that probably takes some money. Yes. Where do you guys get your funding to pay for this stuff? Another great question. So in Montana, we have a lodging tax. Some people call it the bed tax. It's an 8% tax. So again, very simple math because that's how I like to work. If you go to on that trip to Weibo and you stay there overnight and your hotel room costs $100, you pay $108. That extra $8 of lodging tax goes to, to the state office, Department of Commerce, and actually goes to the Department of Revenue and then goes to certain formulas. Part of that money does come back to the regions, comes back to the CBBs, the Convention Visitor Bureaus, Mm -hmm. and also goes into the Department of Commerce or the Office of Tourism for promotion. So before we finish, I definitely want 
to be able to touch on what is happening with, what does it mean that we're a big sky state? And I know you have something special going on in Southeast Montana that has just come about. And I'm going to let you tell the story because it's just super exciting. And I think that it will actually draw people. So can you tell us about it? I love to. So I'm glad you asked. So Big Sky State, of course, we think of Big Sky, the sun and the big, big blue sky. Mm -hmm. But part of the time, that big blue sky is dark. And in Southeast Montana, we have some of the darkest of the dark. So step back from that and think about people who live in the huge cities that are completely opposite of our world. You know, it's New York City, or they live mm-hmm. in London, or they live in Dallas. Some of those kids have never seen the stars. Mm-hmm. And even if you are from Billings, I challenge you, like I sit out in my hot tub and I can see the stars. It's yep. mm-hmm. But going to darker places, you can see so much more or you can see the Milky Way or watching, mm-hmm. you know, some of the, the big moons that, uh, <laughs> that sounds bad. The big moons. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you meant. <laughs> watching the, when the moon is closer and it appears bigger. So yeah. like the, the mega moon that we had a couple of years ago or an eclipse. Mm-hmm. So we have a program and we don't, it's so new. We don't even have the name for it yet, but we're working on across all of Eastern Montana, essentially a dark skies trail. So we have the dinosaur trail with all these different facilities. The dark skies trail will have identified different locations, public land, state parks, BLM, national forest, or private land that has agreed to mm-hmm. have visit and or have events. And we're putting that all together in a, a package that, we know that internationally, yes. people will yep. travel. My neighbors, in fact, have been on every continent except Antarctica for an eclipse. Wow. So think about, I think it was about four years ago that the yes. eclipse happened yep. and it was centered over Wyoming. Mm-hmm. We felt that travel all the way up here, yes. four or five hours away. So, I mean, that's a one-time event, but Medicine Rock State Park, again, between Ekalaka and, and Baker, mm-hmm. almost uh, equally between the two. I'm going to have to get a map after this okay. because you yep. threw out these towns. I know. Get how sad. Maybe Lived here should, my whole life. Maybe we should have a disclaimer for the beginning. <laughs> get your map out. Get your map out so you know where Baker follow is. Around, follow along, <laughs> boys and girls. So Medicine Rock State Park, which is considered a primitive state park, one of our 55 state parks, has been named an International Dark Sky Sanctuary. And what that means is the organization, International Dark Sky Organization, has different parameters for different designations. Mm-hmm. Dark Sky Community, Dark Sky Park, that sort of thing. Sanctuary is the hardest one to get. It's okay. the darkest of the dark. So what that means then, of course, is everything that you see at night is there's no artificial light coming in none. whatsoever. None. Absolutely none. So like even the, so they do have latrine toilets. So, But if there's any sort of lights whatsoever, they are specially, they're special lumens pointed down and all this, but there really are no lights there. Yeah. So, but they also are required as part of their certification to provide education about Mm -hmm. light pollution, education for visitors, residents, and everyone. So they have monthly programs that will be starting this summer. But in addition to that, we have the Huntley Museum nearby here in Mm -hmm. Billings, next to Billings, is starting, well, this will probably happen before the podcast, but they're having some dark sky events, stargazing events. I know that there will be some events this summer and this going into the fall 
at Rosebud Battlefield State Park. So okay. that's farther south between, not too far from Tongue River. So Dark Skies is actual an international pull. People yes. will travel all over the yes. world just to go to places. Exactly. Like Medicine Rocks. Okay. Skies. Oh, wow. I mean, think about where I, I mean, I don't know Europe that intimately, but if you take light maps of the mm-hmm. globe over oh, yeah. my lifetime, but again, remember I'm not 55 yet, but it has changed yes. every decade. Mm-hmm. So even Eastern Montana, the areas that are too, that are close to players, mm-hmm. um, that can affect nighttime sky viewing for what would I call the purest. Right. Uh, so that designation at Medicine Rock State Park is really our Eastern anchor for this project. Okay. We're looking at hopefully adding Brush Lake State Park, so way up in the northeastern corner Mm -hmm. in Missouri River Country. Mm -hmm. So we're really, again, working together with our our peers to develop this concept and really provide some orientation and guidance to our visitors. For example, there'll be a landing page. We'll have marketing rollout, advertising, and and Are you, now, is this the only dark skies place in Montana? the second one. The other one's way over northwestern. So we have an eastern anchor and a western anchor. Yeah. Our national parks also start doing a lot of work. That reminds me, Bighorn Canyon, North Unit, Mm -hmm. they have their schedule done, but watch their website and watch ours because they will be having dark sky events or activities also. So another great place to go is the After Bay Campground in the Bighorn Canyon National Recreation Area. So Fort Smith, that campground has just a great place for viewing because again, not much for light at all. I'm taking all these notes know, inside my brain. I, I want to make sure to hit all of these places. It's fun. But you know, that's the thing though, is there's so much to do. It's almost like what, where do you pick? So, but you couldn't, you just do like a weekend thing where you pick this area, you do that for a weekend. And exactly. then a couple of weekends later, you're like, ah, let's go to yep. this section of yep. Southeast Montana. And, and definitely, I mean, you think about, so if you want to go to Miles City, it's only two hours away. So yeah. you go you know, Saturday morning to mm-hmm. Sunday afternoon, you know, you drive out there and there's lots of options for camping. I mean, there's BLM area, the Matthews yeah. recreation area you could camp at. There's a KOA. There's of course lots of hotels in town. There's a, a historic B&B. There are different options. Hey, we're going to take a quick break because I want to tell you about a great opportunity to get your business name in front of our listeners. It's called an advertising break, and it's what we're doing right now. If you're interested in leveraging your business by advertising on this podcast, Chambercast, all you have to do is send an email to us at podcast at billingschamber.com. That's podcast at billingschamber.com. And just let us know that you're interested in more details about how you would get an ad spot on our podcast, Chambercast. It's that simple. And now we're going to get back to the show. So I have the benefit of having you as my friend. Yes. So I can be like, hey, where should I go next? And what should I do this weekend? And help me plan my itinerary. Mm -hmm. But what if the average listener is thinking, I want to plan some of these little side trips, but I have no idea where to start. What would they do? Well, I'm glad you asked that too, because we have a new product on our website. It's an itinerary planner. So southeastmontana.com. And you'll see a little icon. I believe it's on the left. I'm trying to visualize my my website right now, but you'll see the little itinerary planner. So you kind of cruise through and maybe you're going to decide on which community you're going to go to. And first you want to look up things to do. Mm-hmm. And so you'll look up, you know, trails or something like that. And then you looking, cruising through Mile City. Yeah. And maybe you're, you're kind of doing some, some, 
I don't want to call it backcountry, so to speak, but some pretty rough stuff, you can get into the Strawberry Hill area. Now, I will preface this with a lot of areas in the region, especially the BLM. You do want to have a four-wheel drive vehicle, mm-hmm. all high clearance, that sort yep. of thing. Terry Badlands, if, if you see more than two drops of rain, don't go. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe stay at the Roy Rogers instead, but... <laughs> Tour the museum. Just wait for go the over to the bar and yeah. get a drink and a <laughs> or, good or burger. Or sit on the stay at the Kempton and they have that go. beautiful porch upstairs. <laughs> just sit there and in that rocking chair and just while your your time away. Yeah. Or go down to the river and look for agates. I mean, yeah. that, that's what a lot of people do oh. there is they hunt for agates and so all that there. though they can find in that in that, that little trip community. planner. Yep, the oh. trip planner. So go there, start clicking on things, and you can add it and subtract. And then it your travel guide is also on there, which exactly. is. I just flipped through the whole thing. You can do it just right there on your website. You don't have you to have do the physical the copy and yes. the pictures are so beautiful. Although and it, I'm old school, you know, I have to print that. I know. And carry it. I mean, but I you do can like download that. it and you can have a travel guide. You can pick one up here at the chamber office at the kiosk outside. You can order one to be sent mm-hmm. directly to your home. Lots of different options for those. Anytime you, you know, thinking maybe I just want a day trip. I mean, yeah. that's definitely, definitely an option. And again, every community has museums. The uh, Bighorn County Museum in Hardin, 45 minutes away, mm-hmm. amazing. And they open their grounds coming up here in about a month, month and a half. And they also have live history for the third weekend in June, which is the same weekend that the reenactment happens with the real bird family does a reenactment mm-hmm. of the battle. They have the little bighorn days and all sorts of events happening in Hardin and Crow Agency around that time. Okay. So we're going to finish up by doing this thing that I, well, we like to call quick fire questions oh, and I boy. did not prep you on these. So it is Great. just like your first thing that comes to your head and don't worry, we won't judge you. And if you absolutely hate it, we'll just leave it out. <laughs> Great. All right. First question. What's your favorite place or where's your favorite place to hang your hat for some downtime? Hang my hat for some down. Yep. My back porch. Your back porch where there's almost completely dark sky. Close. Yeah. Close. Okay. Best meal you've had in Southeast Montana recently. Ooh. Well, I can't. You have to recently. Say recently. <laughs> I said recently because you've had lots of, yeah, you've had lots of great meals. So, Ooh, man. There's one a, that stands out. Okay. Can I do two? two. All, right. All right. The The fry bread and soup. Oh. Everybody calls it putts. You had me at fry bread. Everybody calls it putts locally. You okay. call it putts, but it is the Custer Battlefield, excuse me, Custer Battlefield mm-hmm. Cafe. We're going to call oh, it. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I've seen that. Right across, okay, the, yeah. right across Highway 212 from the Little Bighorn Battlefield. And then there's a place in Glendive called Bloom. Mm. And it's a tiny little, it's a small house made into a coffee shop, but connected to the coffee shop are two greenhouses. Okay. And then on the back side of the coffee shop is a massive yard with all this different seating area. It's crazy. Oh, it's fun. in a little residential area. But they have a breakfast bowl that is filled with spinach mm. and an egg. And like the Southwest one has pico and all sorts yeah, of stuff yeah. like that. And they have really good coffee too. Oh, that sounds but awesome. Off the top of my head, those are, those are two, but yeah, there's lots I love more. It. Oh, I know. You're always writing about them, making me yes. hungry. Most underrated thing about Montana. About Montana? Underrated? Are you going to say visit Southeast Montana? <laughs> that would be, you know, the job wrote answer. But I would say that the most underrated thing about Montana, I think, honestly, is the opportunity to disconnect. Mm-hmm. We are in such a, a digital mm-hmm. world. Yeah. 
we are, and I'm as guilty of it as anyone. I mean, do you ever get those notices at the end of the week that your screen time was this? Yes. Well, maybe we were just Obnoxious. listening to a podcast, just like my dad used to listen mm-hmm. to AM radio, which I still listen to once in a while. Mm-hmm. But that's an opportunity we have to create for ourselves. But in a certain way, I think God creates it for us. Mm-hmm. We're traveling out yeah. in the rural areas of Montana. Yeah. And that's a good thing. It Sometimes is good. it's silence. And you don't realize that you need it until you get it. Yes. So with that silence, and it's not just a digital silence, it can be our own silence. So I think that Montana naturally provides that. And it's not just in a digital world. Yeah, I love that that. opportunity to be quiet and to to disconnect. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was so fun to chat. (laughs) Anyway, thank you for being here. Thank Uh, you for having me. I also want to just add if there are groups that would like me to come to their meetings, yeah, there you, you go. know, the Kiwanis, yeah. the Rotary, someone like that, and they want to learn more and I can, I can make a concise presentation in 10, yeah. 15, 20 minutes. Just give me a shout or email me Brenda at southeastmontana.com. I'm happy to bring my dog and pony show to you. Hey, thanks to Brenda for joining us today. And I want to give a special thanks to my producer, Jack Genoway. And as always, to you, our fantastic listeners. We publish new episodes every two weeks. So look for our next one on June 2nd, when we will be talking about public safety issues here in Billings, a topic you absolutely won't want to miss. Also, you can always email us at podcast at billingschamber.com if you have any suggestions for future guests that you'd like to see give us some feedback, or even just ask a question. And be sure to subscribe to ChamberCast, either on our website or whichever platform you subscribe from so you don't miss a thing because there's something here for everyone.